Hello and welcome. This is Puneet Surana and you are listening to the Galata podcast. Galata is a word from the Indian language Kannada that means the noise caused by a ruckus. This podcast is about starting up while we are still in college, testing ideas, creating a team, building something worthwhile and adding value to other people's lives. Join us as we discuss the thrill of earning your first buck tackling uncertainties overcoming obstacles and delighting others most of all the galata podcast is about seeing understanding and implementing so you can deliver on your audacious promise today with us we have somebody who's literally breaking different grounds at a very young age hi this is preeti and uh, i have mostly been an art enthusiast uh, growing up since my childhood and i think anything related to art or uh, anything about creativity and imagination has always been like something that is centered around most of my uh, hobbies and all of that my very first memories uh, i i really uh, learned to paint and uh, do a lot of uh, wall arts so but eventually later i think through college and after after that i started volunteering with a lot of uh, uh, groups like theater groups mm-hmm. and uh, like started doing stage design set design and then i volunteered with tedx that gave me an opportunity to uh, do stage installations for them at their venue and uh, then i started realizing that i like creating these spaces and it's it's quite fun and that's when i hit a high note in my life where i met an architect uh, who was actually designing one of my brother's houses and i just hang out there after this was around 12th when i was being pushed by my father into it coaching and uh, <laughs> it's like the next thing so i'm i come from a tambram family where all my brothers are it madras my dad's from it madras my brother in law is from iim so it's it's this it iim family mm-hmm. and i was pretty good at science but i was not so sure if i really want to get into the mainstream being an engineer or a doctor that was not true. considering we're talking about passion right now uh-huh. i don't think that was my passion although i was not bad at science i did enjoy you know anything to do with designing and all of the creative side so my right right or left side of brain, <laughs> left side of the brain is more active i would say wow. were you creative as a kid as well or so i did everything like i i used to you know help my mom with the rangoli if there was a festival i used to do mehndi any anything to do with uh, any kind of decor i was this i was this one child who used to take care of uh, any festival setting up the house and all of that so was, culture that yeah. shaped your absolutely creative. absolutely yes so that's that's mostly been uh, as far as my time and memory takes me back i've always been the creative one in the family yeah so you met the architect what happened then yes so that was when i actually started getting to know what uh, architecture and the nature of the work is all about so a lot of us um, i think we're very unlucky most of us to through this uh, deciding phase of you know 12th grade because everybody is else is applying so it's, it's like the next obvious thing so after 12th right. 10th what do you do 11th and 12th after 12th what do you do engineering or that's like a preset that's like a preset uh, thing a lot of them don't really stop analyze their own skills and see what is their strength what is their weakness and what is the nature of work that they would like to do for me i really got to explore uh, i was not in the fantasy of what architecture is like or oh, maybe it's some fancy thing mm-hmm. but actually actually i went to his office as to hang out with him after his office hours wow. we'd literally this sit was, down this was when you were in your second pu i was in my second pu and okay. i was uh, frustrated with these uh, iit oh. exams we we'd have every monday and friday we'd have exams right. and i was i started questioning myself as to what is do i really want to give this a sure shot and at that time i'd met this guy uh, he was designing my brother's house and i 
would seem to just hang out when he'd come to the site and discuss with him as to how the room should be, how the landscaping should be, how the terrace area. Should. I was a very curious yes. person, so and I was trying to understand how this whole designing process happens and how they're bringing their everybody's ideas into uh, you know reality over there. It was a fun process, so it was a lot of design discussions over coffee, and then I wow. I started enjoying having these discussions. So I used to drop by to their office to get a real idea of how it is to sit and work and what is it that they do when they get a design brief from the client and. I think this really bridged the gap. Mm-hmm. I was more aware of if I chose this, what would my day look like? It's like you had experienced it before. Absolutely. You. So I did not. I think I was lucky to not just jump and choose a field. I got to know what it is more, uh, you know, about like. And then it was a more uh, a wise decision to, you know, realize what it is all about and to see a, a day of his life as an architect. And then I realized that it was it was fun. It was nice, and it was something that I really wanted to do. Let's let's fast forward yeah. to your fifth or sixth semester in hmm. architecture hmm. when. You said no to a star architect to yeah. work at Design Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I think you've gone in a lot of details. Yes. So one of Bangalore's most most reputed architects, uh, uh-huh. this man called uh, Jason. His office is called uh, I don't know if I should have been naming it, but <laughs> uh, it's called Fountainhead uh-huh. and he's the, oh, he's a cult okay. architect. He's like, you know, everybody wants to go and work there. I'm brand, right? Yes. So and this this architect is most sought after architect, if I should say. Uh, and I did have an opportunity, and I'm, I'm I feel myself, you know, that was a very um, a lucky opportunity. But I had to, uh, uh, you know, let it go because I wanted to work at a smaller place. Uh-huh. To say that I wanted to start with a smaller office where there were uh, less number of people working, but more work for each each person to take um, on your own. So I think uh, to start with, uh, for anybody who any in entrepreneur, anybody who wants to start on their own, eventually it's good to get a 360 degree complete understanding of for me in in my field it was about i wanted to design i wanted to go to the site i wanted to speak to the clients i wanted to see the execution i wanted to meet the contractors i wanted to get the complete the complete okay. perspective uh-huh. of how a project you know how from a discussion and a small idea mm-hmm. the whole thing comes into uh, reality so if had i been a part of a big office where there was too much hierarchy where somebody was just you know there was you know there were a lot of people uh, up the ladder and if you were the bottom most rung of the ladder you're just an intern you're one amongst uh, two, you know yeah they would they would treat you like a drafting machine so yes okay. so the the main boss would obviously be sitting and doing the meetings and going to the uh, client meetings and you're not a part of any of that you're not even a part of the design discussion somebody tells you what to do and it's come to you as a rough uh, thing on a paper and it's a task for the day where you sit and make details like you know you just draw staircases or you just make details for a toilet or just a bathroom and you don't know overall how you're affecting the bigger picture and overall what your drawings uh, in the in the computer is actually turning out at the site or so there's not that complete understanding of how to make bills and everything so but in the small office the smart startup that i worked with i i should feel so lucky to have been a part of and and the couple that started it were also from my college they were 10 years older to me so of course i when i met them they they are a young couple they had started out very young and uh, they seem to be doing uh, you know a lot of interesting hospitality based project like resorts restaurants cafes and that's more or less what i'm doing right now mm-hmm. like i'm doing a couple of spas and everything so i really liked the kind of work that they did and the kind of uh, artistic edge that they could bring right. to the site and uh, it was really it was like you know a lot of learning in in that small 6 months of internship and uh, even before i nailed an internship at their firm mm-hmm. i got 
about that internship because I'd already done two projects before that, before my sixth uh, semester. So while a student, I think I, I just, so my biggest... Like an overachiever. <laughs> no, I, I think I was just into a lot of circles. So I've been a very socially active uh, networking kind of yeah. a person because I used to volunteer a lot. And I really, really suggest, I mean, if there are college kids listening to me, I would say, please go and volunteer with a lot of uh, organizations. Like I used to volunteer with theater groups, with Ranga Shankara, where I got to do stage and set design for their shows. Then I got called in uh, by somebody who told me, you know, why don't you do the stage design for TEDx Bangalore? And I designed the stage where there was almost about 2,000 odd audience at MLR Convention right. Center at Whitefield. And then somebody over there was amongst the audience was also an architect. And he was like, okay, so did you design the stage? And then he called me over and he gave me a couple of projects. And was it was like, you know, it's it's. and then I was volunteering with some NGO. And so you're being generous is what yes. you're saying. You're looking for... Um, not not like a way to make extra buck in the college, but more like no. I was it was not about that. So I used to do all of this for free. Mm-hmm. Like I used to all this that I was doing on the side was more like was more out of interest. So I really wanted to use the creative side of mine and exercise the creative skill because if you don't do it on a daily basis, you kind of let your brain rust. And I did not want to lose that creative edge. I wanted every wow. day to be some you know to exercise the creative uh, like you brain. channelized your Absolutely. energy towards all creative purpose. Yes, yes. While you're yes. juggling with the full time architecture course. Obviously. <laughs> that was that was a nice thing and I think that did uh, ex, you know kind of lead me to meet a lot of interesting people who all got to know I'm an architect and today projects are coming from such various you know uh, known, and known and unknown places right, only yeah. because of the kind of crazy contacts I've gotten to do over those five years of college uh-huh. with a lot of uh, random indulgence in other activities I think uh, I, I'm just getting a lot of contacts from everywhere and projects from everywhere it's, it's mostly word of mouth so I don't really have uh, a very I don't really have like a great marketing thing or a very established I'm not like the who's who architect or anything you're just starting out and for somebody who's just so young who's just started out for projects to be so right now at, at any point I have about 20 or projects in my kitty which is only because of the you know the word of mouth and networks and all that I think it's been good I've lucky been so far <laughs> you've been generous but, but tell yeah. me something was there a mentor along the way to support you through I this? would say uh, so Shazan and Geeta these are the two people that I in the design cafe the design cafe okay. so they're the people that I started off with they were so 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 encouraging and pushing the minute I joined their office they were like listen we had took you in not because your college grades are great because they had they interviewed a bunch of people before me right. about 20-30 people and I think all of them had better portfolio as mm-hmm. of works and better marks and scores in their college portfolio but I was probably not as great but uh, the only reason that they took me in is because I had already executed two projects while in a so they were like we'd rather have somebody mm-hmm. who can go out there and manage and get some work done without us having to spoon feed you that was the reason I kind of got my internship at their place because they wanted somebody who can kind of be on their own and so if they had 30 projects in the office that they had to handle right. if they had to like let go of one and just put it on my head and say manage it and I think I had the capacity to take, take it, it off on. take it off from there wow. and uh, I think they really really boosted my uh, confidence and encouraged me to become more independent because when I really started off so they, when I joined them in the first very week uh, he handed me a huge project which is in Whitefield it's called Holy Flames mm-hmm. that's my first restaurant that I did um, the client was amazing and it's mm-hmm. a barbecue restaurant it's a huge place there's a poolside deck area there's an open barbecue kitchen there's a huge uh, dining area and all of it that's a big it's project a, for it's a big project who's just been in college and <laughs> so it was and 
the kind of uh, trust and the he just he just said you know take it as your own and uh-huh. do it as your own someday you'll have to start off on your own so practices like uh-huh. law or uh, architecture you want to start your own firm someday if you're passionate about it why why wait for a someday why not today so as of now imagine this is your project and give it a complete shot as to if if this came to you what how would you design and how would you do it and then he did not guide me on anything he did not hand held you through it not at all oh wow so he wanted me to go all out design the way i would want to and at the end of it after i'd finished up all of the detailing we just had one session where i had to present it to the rest of the office and of course i did have my flaws and blunders and there right. were not so practical the elements that i had well to that yeah so all i finally i got a you right. know constructive crit on it saying this won't work that won't work but overall 70% of it seemed okay that's the thing about design so there's no right way or wrong way and you have this mm-hmm. sense of independence Absolutely, that you have yeah. with creative work right yeah. how does it feel to have something that you designed be executed and appreciated oh my god that's that feeling i really cannot explain i think it's it's like your baby like you know you you kind of start it starts in your head and you you kind of visualize it you want it to turn out in a certain manner and and the whole process of those couple of months or the whole year or whatever you you know till the t- the project comes to life it's every day is exciting to see those little changes and little you know developments at site and it's nice to uh, overall when when the whole thing is completed it's it's quite um, overwhelming and it's it's quite uh, i don't know i think i i, I just feel very Yeah because uh-huh. it's something that you leave behind I think uh, maybe starting now mm-hmm. so for another 20 years or 30 years I might be a part of this profession or maybe longer but someday um, when you look back you're gone after a couple of years but all the works all the buildings all the projects that you do I think you've left behind all like of these legacy. marks it's it's a nice feeling that you know a lot of people are going to use these places mm-hmm. be it all these restaurants all these uh, you know residences or whatever these public places that you do design hundreds of people are going to walk in sit there and you know it's it's about how you could make them feel in a place and it's not just about beautifying it it's also about the intangible parts of the building about how how much uh, mm-hmm. it depends on how good they feel when they're in there you seem to have a bias <laughs> towards projects mm yeah and especially small or niche projects yeah mm-hmm. is that something intentional yes um because why i like working on smaller uh-huh. ones uh because there's design uh, it's it's quite challenging and uh, i think beauty lies in the smaller details mm-hmm. and if you can bring uh, you know if you can get that right and that's i think i i like you know working on these kind of projects and i don't i don't see myself uh, doing something like an apartment or i don't ever find that exciting to so I, there are friends of mine who are working at bigger offices where they are designing huge complexes and like hospitals and all of that i don't think i ever want to do that do you ever look back to your college days and think you missed out having fun because you were so occupied oh, with your uh, i never missed out having fun i think i had most fun amongst all my friends because they probably wow. my idea of fun was not like to hang out and go have a drink with friends and all of that i mean that was an event you know a thing that i would do over the weekends but i don't know like what what would people do in their free time <laughs> i think i used my free time really well i was you know engaging into a lot of activities no regrets at all if i had to go back and uh, read a set as to how i would use my time i would still want to do all these random things that i did put my hand in and I did indulge in a lot of things which exposed me to different kinds of people and you know each one of them taught me something that I want I learn a lot from the people I meet and I do take away and I think uh, I became a more uh, confident and a more socially I think presentable and I can I can actually talk to clients and you know sell my ideas to them because I I could interact with a lot of people I think it's a very key point you mentioned I believe people who listen to this pay attention to it mm-hmm. another key point 
But I was fascinated by you take twenty trips a year. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was what I was told. <laughs> I'm leaving on one right now. <laughs> oh my goodness! I think travel is a big, big uh, you know teacher in your life. So you, mm-hmm. every place you go to, especially because I'm an architect, I think mm-hmm. every place has so much to learn from, so much to see, and so much to appreciate. Be it, um, and there's so many things that up, you know influences a place as to why it is like that. So if I would go to Gujarat or Rajasthan or you know how the people are there, what the culture is, what they wear, and the the kind of beauty in in the kind of style of fashion that they have the design that's there so you know designs not just in 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 the architectural sense but otherwise there's so much more beauty to appreciate in a place and when a fest you know i went to kolkata when there was the navratri and the place just comes alive there's like light, lights everywhere in the city and there's there's so much in india to explore and of course outside as well and i like trekking and uh, nature and hiking and all of that i think it does try to push you know it psychologically it kind of prepares you to face the worst conditions yes. worst weather so i go in the most challenging of times i go in every december but i go to the himalayas <laughs> so it's it's like biting cold yeah. and it's good to see how far you can push your limits and then it teaches you how to bear <laughs> you know it just it just it's it's all about conditioning you so in a way mm. you have literally exposed yourself to different places people yeah, ideas yeah. and because ultimately for somebody like me it's uh-huh. people interaction and you know going and exploring places and seeing and probably taking inspiration from there too so i my travel to see all these places like gujarat rajasthan and all of the places and kolkata a couple of places like i i did go to Sanjay Bansali's uh, uh, you know fashion whatever place as well so all of that taught me about how there's so much detailing in in the kind of in 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 the smaller ways that you know when i had to come back here and i start i designed a bridal studio for uh, for a person who uh, you know works with Prasad Birappa and i could really take so much inspiration from my tra- travel wow. so everything in that place it's like a narrative that that entire you know bridal studio is almost like a narrative of uh, of my trip and my travel to all these places and i and i got inspiration from all yeah, of because I did go and there was a lot of mirror work in the kind of you know this thing that I saw over there, which I brought back over here. When I when I thought of a bridal studio, I wanted this place to be like a place of celebration and a place when a bride walks into the place, she should feel happy and it should be all colorful and it's her best day of her life. So I had to kind of bring that mood into mm-hmm. the place. These colors and these fabrics and I'd seen on my travel in in all these places, I could bring that inspiration and we did like wall murals mm-hmm. with mirror and stone and all of that in in the studio, which which was all because of you know I could just take it take my memory. and my thoughts back from those places that i'd seen and i could kind of reimplement it in this place and i think i i think it you know my all my travel kind of influences couple of these i mean not all the places but and of course the cafe that i'm doing now it's kind of inspired by i in a place uh, in northeast mm-hmm. and in bhutan we went to a couple of cafes where the culture the their ethics and the, how the people are how the you know it's it's so much to learn from about staff is so friendly and the people are you know it's, it's there's something that you can learn from every place wow. yeah And then you rediscover it when you are replicating it or you're drawing inspiration from it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. This means such an amazing conversation. But <laughs> I have one last question for yes. you, which I ask most mm. of the people that I get to interact with. Yep. What is the impact you want to leave? on the world more than one first thing being uh, see as a designer if you would say i would like each of these places to be very sensibly uh, done in the way that you know it's it's uh, using good earthy materials and not that much i'm not a big fan of uh, synthetic and uh, these are, you know there there are lots of mm-hmm. materials that are not good uh, and doesn't create a good ambiance to be in so i like working with more earthy uh, materials and sustainable materials so i think that that really keeps and minimalistic and all of that in the sense of how i would like to leave a mark i think uh, my biggest love for art 
is something that i want to reflect in every project of mine each and every i feel like you know fine arts in india is such a great uh, good thing so all of these places i've gone to i've seen a lot of cottage industries and these small scale industries and it's dying out and it's very sad to see that so i i gone to places where they make these jutis which is it's so pretty and it's so nice and so there's a lot of art there's a lot of creativity and i want to support all of these people and in in a small way i try to every project of mine In fact, if you see every project of mine has some element or some artist, some wall artist, some graphic artist or somebody leaving so the bridal uh, studio I told you we had people doing a mural mirror mm-hmm. installation. The other cafe that I'm doing we we having graphic artists come down and you know do up the place. So I try to engage as many artists as possible in every project of mine. I'd like to support that because I it's mostly my love for art mm-hmm. and I think that uh, they're not paid well. Right. You see people lot of people come from Chitrakala Parishad and all these art schools and people don't they don't have a good remuneration to say that's true so it's not fair because it's great talent and they need to be respected for the amazing talent that they have and whatever bit that we can help them with and of course it's greatly appreciated by the people who love art so it's really yeah. <laughs> my pleasure and lovely talking to you go make some galata